Yo, I've wanted to fuck Christina Ricci since the Adams Family and then Yellow Jackets came out and god damn! DPS like that and like this and uh it's like that and like this and like that and uh it's like this and like that and like this and uh dre keep creeping on the mic like a phantom <laughs> oh my it ain't nothing but a cheat thing baby just roll is the liver that pays my Boo. You are Boo. one pathetic loser. I award you no Boo. points. Slime. And may God have mercy Boo. on your soul. Two woked out dudes going crazy. Hello and welcome everybody to another installment of the TPS Reports podcast. <laughs> Wahoo. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Yippee. Um, yeah. Great Come job. Come on, yay-haw. Welcome to another installment, ladies and germs. Uh, thanks to everybody who tuned in to our live stream this past Friday. Where's the fart? Uh, fun time. The video resolution was lacking at times. Thank you to those who stuck with us. <laughs> I, like I watch it back, or you know, I scrub through it, just like skim, see what was going on there. And yeah, Great. it looked like shit. Terrible. It really did. How did um, it sound? Mm, yeah, looked yeah. like shit. Sounded like a fart. <laughs> um, but I think I think it, it's not like the camera we use or anything. It's it's like the Wi-Fi speed. Yeah, it's we got to be. We'll do the next one in my crib. Yeah, or I was like, should I buy like a? Are there like, not hot sp- a hot spot an adapter a fucking? Anytime I've spent money on shit like that, it like doesn't work. It, or, yeah, it doesn't. It's not better than the internet it's drawing from to right to use it as a hotspot or something. But I think that's what's going on. It gets even shittier at my place sometimes when there's snow and like I don't know what that is, but when there's a snowstorm like we just had, it gets shittier too. But can't do a dang thing about that in the moment. Uh, yeah, it's good enough. Sounded good. Sounds dang still kept satellites going all bluey on me. Um, I wouldn't mind deleting it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. The real ones. I don't think it needs to be up there. The real heads, no. They don't care. Nobody gives a shit. Last week, I called the truck, um, the convoy in Canada, I called it a caravan, and yep. that bothered me a lot. I wanted to address that <sighs> hiccup. Just, yeah, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> it's called Freedom. What, what is you? going on here? It's called the... Um, What's going on here? What up? Microphones suck dicks. Checka, checka. It's called the Freedom Caravan 2022. What'd you call it? A carousel? I called it a... Okay, I did it again. On. I did What's it going on with your microphone? Like, is it? Is your thumb on the button? Is it connected there? There is, we go. Is the cable fucked up? Was this wrong the whole time? Um, and edit. <laughs> 
Last week I called the the truckers in Canada a caravan, and I was wrong. It's a it's called a convoy. Big difference. Caravan. You have to excuse my friend. He's a little slow. A little bit. I think a caravan is people. You know what I'm saying? No, a caravan is a like a minivan or that carries it's people. Called a, 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 it's what a minivan is called. <laughs> But right. I think like when that's what confused you. You're like trucks. I think van, when like thousands caravan, of migrants, automobile. <laughs> I think when thousands of migrants are like walking from Guatemala to the southern border, that's called a Spanish caravan, right? Or is that a door? Yeah, I don't know where they make the automobiles, <laughs> dude. Spain. Anyway, it's called a China. convoy. It's called the Freedom Convoy. Or if you read about it in the mainstream media, it's called the terrorism. It's called <laughs> the so-called freedom convoy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They go the so-called freedom com. That's what they call it. And it I'm did. sorry. I'm sorry you don't agree with it, but you can't like change what it's called. We do this every single week. There's always something. Oftentimes, many things that are like, God damn it! Did I say that when I meant that? Or like, how did I forget that last week? Same thing. I like before the. This is what makes it hurt. Before the episode, I even said because sometimes I'll see it coming. Like, like when we did uh, episode one eighty seven, I you know it was like oh man, that was, was the opening huge. song, right? Yes, you know, like one eight seven on an under. Because it's a one eight seven on an under. So sometimes we go into the episode just like oh by the way, like this is we could play off that. And I was like, by the way, I know that this next one is episode two two two. Is there any like you know? What's a song with twos? Okay, so tootie, you tootie, said tootie, this. Twos. I'm right. thinking, and I even mentioned it, and then we both went boop, nothing. <laughs> I don't know a song with two two two. Yeah, you know that's all that I was asked. Oh, it was uh, Tommy two 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 tone eight six seven five two now, two two. <laughs> unbeknownst to us, um, the episode dropped. It was on Groundhog's Day this year, so it's. Two two twenty two. February second. It was worth a mention. Twenty two. It was worth a fucking mention. Is all I'm saying. It's all right. In in a couple of weeks, you got two two. Wait. Five. You got two. <laughs> in a couple of weeks, you got two twenty two twenty two. But it won't be episode two twenty two. No, no. What's today? Two twenty three. I think that's also on a Tuesday, which is the day we biffed it. That's what that's what it is. It's a hard pill to swallow, but we biffed it. Um, did anyone die this week? We're jumping this quick. I was just curious, honestly. I just didn't. There's been so much. I mean, there's been I, next so week. Much. I would say uh, entertainer and broadcaster Joe Rogan. We should. They, <laughs> right. They're trying to kill him. But, we'll uh, just do a shot for next <laughs> week. Joe Rogan suicides himself. Oh yeah, suicide for sure. Um, the so-called suicide. <laughs> also. I um, alluded to a Leonard Cohen song last week oh, that was in a skate park. Uh, it was Austin Gillette and Jake Anderson's split part on Thrasher, and the Leonard Cohen song was called Iodine. It's a great song. As long song. as we're clearing things up, you also, we talked about skate video soundtracks, and you specifically mentioned oh Dying to Live, the oh Zero video. Oh my God. Video. And we talked about Speaking Neil of Young. A zero. <laughs> earlier in the episode, I referenced Neil Young's can't be fucking with the cable like that. Earlier in the episode, I referenced Neil Young's Rockin' in the Free World. Then we talked about skate videos having a big impact on our musical and taste. You said, and I said, Dying to John, Live. John Rattray and Dying to Live is, is why I like the song 500 Miles. Idiot. Like three parts later, Matt Mumford uses Rockin' in the Free World. You blew Fucking it! retard. Me. You suck! I really am a waste of life. You know what hurts the most is the, the I mean, Hold on. I'm I don't know what the other one is. Good enough. Um, so yeah, now that we got that out of the way, you guys, uh, oh, you know what I, we should mention, I don't know if anyone died, but 
before that, we have a show, if you're listening on release day there. We're in Tulsa tonight. We're opening for Tropodelic all week long through Saturday. You know, I guess that's the rest of the week. Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm just thinking people about... People don't listen at the end. So Tulsa tonight... How few people listen to this podcast... Yeah. Uh, then coupled with how few people listen to us in Tulsa. I would say a few people listen. So, like, is anyone hearing this message? Yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> We're in Tulsa at the Vanguard tonight. Yeah, you're right. I Columbia, forgot. Missouri, tomorrow. Nobody cares. Um, this is a waste of time. Not mentioning it. Wait, did I? Which one's <laughs> driving there? Kansas City or Columbia is first. Um. What comes first? We're Alphabetically? In, uh, Columbia. Tulsa, Columbia, Kansas City, Omaha. Check it out. Tickets on sale at palmersquares.com. I have a, there's a caller that called in from Omaha. Should I just jump to that? What? Okay. This guy. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. I don't know how to respond. No, I'm just kidding. What up? It's Brett from Omaha. Ooh, that was a sick heel so, turn. Brett. Here's my thing. Like, nah, psych. Error? That was the record sm- the, <laughs> the record scratch. Remember in, uh, in uh, Saving Silverman when Darren has like new friends and their names are Brett and Clayton? Take this, fake Wayne. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Darren's already got a fan, Brett. I am vaccinated and I got vaccinated because I had to go to the land of L.A. for vacation. And I wanted to get into the fucking museums because they're lit. Hold on. Another heel turn. How'd we go from one thing to the next? I, um, I saw this said it's Brett from Omaha. And I was like, well, we just mentioned Omaha. This makes sense. But now we're at the museum uh, in L.A., which requires vaccination. That was quick. Let me run it back. I am vaccinated. And I got vaccinated because I had to go to the land of L.A. for vacation. Pussy. And I wanted to get into Pussy. the museums Pussy. because they're lit. I'm vaccinated, but you're gay. Endeavor and other cool shit. My other question for you is. That wasn't a question. This is for Seth. A.K.A. Criminal Knowledge, A.K.A. Term K. Minus the K. You're coming back to Omaha, and I know you love meth, but I know absolutely zero about meth. So what kind of meth for Seth do you want? Like, is it powdered? Is it, like, IV drip? Is it in a needle or, like, with a spoon or with a light bulb? Or, like, what kind of meth for Seth am I providing? I will, uh... I'm just kind of joking, but obviously I'm sort of serious. Look, I should have never played this. A light bulb is is like a receptacle or a pipe. You know, it's not a form of meth. It could be. Um, you cut it with light bulb. When I did some meth, up in there. When I did meth in Omaha, it was crystal meth, and. The story was that a guy asked at the merch table if we wanted to take a bump. He said, do you want to take a bump? And you were selling merch, and I was like, this guy wants to give us a bump. You want a bump? And you were like, I'm a little busy. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to go take a bump. <laughs> I'm See not doing ya. shit. <laughs> and, um, you hold it down. You we're do in Nebraska. Work. Guy says, do you want to take a bump? We go to his red pickup truck. This is a flag to me, and it's a red flag. And then, and then we're in the truck, him and his girlfriend. They're also like very skinny. And then they're like, <laughs> we're going to break it up on your face. And they had a Square Tactics CD, so they were crushing it up on our face. Uh. And uh, another thing that was a red flag that didn't register in the moment was he like crushed up the line with a lighter, and it made her like a crackly noise, which cocaine doesn't really do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I snorted it, and it was like snorting glass. So that's where the Quite light bulb comes in. Quite literally, it felt like I snorted glass. It hurt. 
Yeah. And um, and then and then like immediately I was high. So Brett, I guess what he's saying is crystallized. He'd like the crystal version. Right. Is there any other form? <laughs> I love you guys. So, you know, if you need something, I will try my best to get it, but I don't know meth, so you're kind of shit out of luck. Look, if we really did want meth, which we don't, we wouldn't be looking to get it from the guy who admittedly knows nothing about it and yeah, where dude. to find it. It's What am I, a novice? We'd know how to find it, sort um, of. Anyway, I'll see you at Kansas City and in Omaha, and somebody died, so we're pouring one out in their memories. Memories. Did you say pouring one out or pouring one up? I don't know, but we should do one where we change it to memories and then do a <laughs> shot of tit milk. Um, this is for uh, Christina Applegate. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't, I don't plan on doing this again. Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. Definitely up. So, real quick for you, Brett. You suck. Just kidding. We'll see you this weekend. Um, I got a whole grip of fan questions for some reason. We have like they did their job. They grip. They, a whole fucking grip of them. Um, but everybody left a fucking voicemail. I think everybody That's on the, the best planet kind of fan questions left one. So, um, if someone died, I'll pour one out slash up for him right now. Of course, we can recommend an album. Of course, we can do a bunch. Uh, I mean, pardon me, a grip of fan questions, and then we got to go to fucking Tulsa. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, well, um, lives were lost. Okay, cool. Last week. Nice. Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. This week's Dead Guys. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. What? I am learning this now. This week we lost two Chicago Blues legends from the very same bloodline. Brothers Jimmy Johnson and Syl Johnson... They have, a, they have a fucking suicide pack? What'd they do? Jimmy Johnson died a week ago today. And Syl Johnson died Saturday. Of a broken heart? Saturday. You know, they the often say happened? people that are very close, it's like they're talking about married couples. Um, when they get really old, they you know, one dies. Right. It's not very uncommon for the second one to die in a short span after. You know? So, Syl Johnson and his brother Jimmy were clearly lovers. <laughs> 85, yeah, that's uh, that sounds like an old guy. Yeah, they I don't say, know. Ha, ba, ba, they did not re- reveal the cause of death with extreme sadness. Announced the passing of soul and blues Hall of Fame legend Syl Johnson. Hmm. Dang. Mr. Johnson's death is the third big loss for the blues community in the last eight days. Jimmy, and who was the other guy? Hmm. Uh, Drummer and Hall of Famer uh, Sam Lay died this past January. Damn. What what was our... Didn't our friend Zach have the Sil Johnson plug 
Like, uh, was it a numero thing, or was it just like... I would have to assume, but you'd have to ask him. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, our friend used to work for a soul record label, and I remember he did like a video project with Syl Johnson. I think he borrowed my camera for it. This is yeah. like fucking 10 or 12 years ago. This rings a bell. Um, but I, yeah, I know of Syl's music from our buddy Zach. I guess I could say that about any like artist that I <laughs> still listen to. Yeah. Zach like got Especially us into uh, obscure MF Doom and Jay Dilla and shit too. Obscure black music, for sure. Um, well, shit. I'll definitely pour one up for Sill, and I guess the entire. You do one for Sill. I'll do one for Jimmy. That makes sense. There you go. I'm a, I'm a Jimmy guy. You want to hear some Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy. There is something that feels really cool about like listening to a blues riff while I pour shots. Pouring whiskey while like, this plays. This is pretty sick. Dude, we're in, our life is a movie, We might have bro. to do a few extra shots. I wasn't even in a drinking mood. <laughs> oh, I'm not done with the Ovid. This song just changed that. Wow. I'm going to need you to Google for the next one. Can you get me a uh, wet mug and a rag that I could <laughs> clean out, do some more bartender activities to this blues joint? All right. R.I.P. Syl and Jimmy. We hardly knew ye. Ease. I'm going down, down. I said my nose is in the sand. I like chipped a tooth last night. It's bothering the shit out of me. How'd you chip a tooth? I chipped like the back of, of like the front bottom row. Wait, the back of the... Got it. I was like picking. I had something I like, caught in my teeth and I like chipped a tooth. Picking at it with your finger, you chip the tooth? Yeah. I don't have the greatest dental hygiene. Yeah, term I do has, meth. Term has, <laughs> I do term, meth term has fingernails for teeth and teeth for fingernails. <laughs> it's, that's why it chips so easily. Yeah. It's, it's really bothering me, though. This is like a lifetime thing, so I'm going to have to get used to it. So. What? This is like what I'm feeling with my tongue is not going to heal. I don't understand how it. Heal. So it must. It wasn't eating like a peanuts or something like. Like something hard, you picked at it, like you were getting something out of your teeth and you chipped it. That doesn't make sense to me. That reminds me of Always Sunny where uh, Charlie's teeth just all keep falling out. There's another one. It shouldn't be all chipping right, like that. Stop doing that. <laughs> they shouldn't just be chipping okay, at Charlie, your... I need you to stop. God forbid you get a toothpick or some floss in there and just scoop the whole tooth out. Yeah, I'm done cleaning my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> said you five years ago. Exactly. Yeah, um, no, um... My dentist died a few years ago, and I haven't been to one so since. that's it for <laughs> so, <laughs> dental hygiene in your I, world. I, I really think I need to do something about that. Yeah. A dental plan now is I'm not afraid. that expensive. I have a very cheap plan that allows me to get my, like, two clean. Now I'm afraid shit. that they're going to, like, clean it with those sharp tools and, like, chip more shit away. Right. I don't want that. I'd rather that them just be <laughs> rotten. Yeah, that's how to think of it. <laughs> approach it like that. You know what be I really wish? Doctor. I really wish that I was in a spot financially... To get like uh, you know like six nine and Daniel Brajoli and uh, UFC lightweight champion Charles Oliveira, they all got those like those fake looking veneers where their <laughs> mouth is like perfect, but it's it's too perfect. It's like it's looks like weird. A- it's like a Matt, up Matt Dillon Takashi's something about Mary. You got the big chick. Well, we got them capped. <laughs> Look up six nine's teeth. How do you spell six nine? Six i x nine i n e. Something like that. Nailed it. Six nine. T- I spelled teeth wrong though. I spelled it with a G. See that bottom, <laughs> the bottom two on the left. Oh, look at this beautiful boy. 
What? They look. They look like it looks weird because of how good they look. And uh, the Cash Me Outside girl, Daniel Brazoli, she got them too. I don't know. It's dude. like anyone who comes out from nothing and turns into something and has bad teeth, they get these like fake. I mean this right now. I want that. Would you rather fuck Daniel Brajoli or Six Nine? There. I think his name's Daniel. What, Daniel or Danielle? I don't know. He looks Where like is a the bad Jeopardy bitch. music? Because he looks fine Wow, he's beautiful. He really is a beautiful guy. He should be a chick. Look at that face. I know. <laughs> I want a, a six nine that him, face, and I'm his. Well, speaking of which, man, I want to eat his pussy while he. Um, <laughs> can you Google Holly Parker porn? Holly Parker. Because there's more than one. Hold Holly on. Parker. Can I go incognito tab for this? <laughs> you might want to go to images. Images. I was just going straight to Xvids. Okay, images. Images. Rest in peace. <gasps> no. Holly Parker, 30-year-old tranny porn star. Trans porn star. You I don't know. Have you ever garbage. seen the category on a site? It doesn't say trans, does it? Actually, no. I don't know if I've seen the category term. <laughs> <laughs> well, I click tranny all the time. Yeah. Look at that big swinging dong. You think Bigger she got fucked to death? It's like she always takes it in the ass, which is like, I kind of like vaginal penetration sometimes in my porn, too. What? Are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why so much ass play, Holly? Holly oh, a, right. Holly had a big old dick. Damn. I'm going to do a shot just for the dick. I mean, technically, the dick is dead. Man. Damn, okay. All one. right. Okay, it's for real though. What are we talking about? Holly Parker, right here, because Holly bad Parker. Bitch. I don't even need you to. T you can give me a woman six as nine. the other one. <laughs> Holly Parker. I is did. My it's answer. six nine. <laughs> I would six nine Holly Parker all night. Yeah, I think that makes us at uh, least somewhat progressive because Holly Parker is hot. Like, and I don't feel weird saying that. Yeah, look that. at that picture of her like taking a load in the mouth. It's That's awesome. sexy. I want. I want that to be my penis. Right, because the dick she's blowing is blocking the view of hers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the force perspective makes it easier. Easier to swallow, if you will. Damn! Look at the one on the left there, where she's like. Look at doing this pose, where it's like the uh, mosquito. <laughs> mosquito <laughs> pointing the boner down and backwards, like out of her butt cheeks. Yeah, backwards yeah. Be between the legs. Oh yeah. She stole my move. Um. So well, what happened? Um, I don't think there is enough information at the at the present. Holly Parker. <laughs> this is back to the sick blues song and whiskey shot. Tragedy don't start, Holly Parker dies. At the age of thirty, baby. Do, 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 do. It is with the greatest sorrow and devastation that I, her sister, inform you, the world, that yesterday we lost Holly Parker, my right-hand man, the bread to my butter. Your sister's allowed to call you a man? Whoa. My singing partner, my travel companion, my baby sister has left this earth. Oh, my God, it's just too much for me. They wrote on Twitter. Cause of death has not been released. Uh, police are conducting investigations. I'm assuming foul play. I'm assuming she swallowed a fatal amount of cum. 
Holly oh, cheers. We hardly knew ye. I will be tributing you in my own way after the episode. I will shoot a rope to you <laughs> this evening, mister. I only got one more. I don't know if you are going to agree. You, I said you weird. Yule. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to agree that this is worth a shot. Probably not. Do you recognize the name? Howard Hesseman? Howard? Because I bet you don't. I'll tell you right now, I looked in the, like, first of all, wouldn't count him as a celebrity. Looked in the celebrity obits, saw this guy, and I went, oh, it's the guy from this. That picture in the middle. I'm looking at him right now. I have no clue who this guy is. picture in the middle is more of what he looked like and what I know him from. Which one? That one? Up one, yeah. That one. Howard Hesseman. Is it a show or a movie? Show. Is he a George Carlin impersonator? Because, Jesus. Do you recall when Donna got a job working at a radio station? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God, I do. He's the disc jockey from that 70s show. Oh, you know what? Just when I think he wasn't worthy of He's the one whose idea it is to name her Hot Donna (laughs) on the air. Fuck yeah, dude. He was also in About Schmidt. <laughs> About Schmidt's a great movie. I highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. I haven't seen, seen that in a very long time. Oh, it's a great movie. Alexander Payne. About Schmidt. I feel like I'm picturing a different movie than that. I'm picturing um, Good As It Gets right now. This About is an Alexander Schmidt. Payne film. Jack Nicholson. Is that the one with uh, Kathy Bates? Yes. He uh, retires. Yeah. Um, his wife dies, and his daughter is marrying a schmuck. Yes. That's the the basic synopsis of the film. All right, we'll do a short one. We'll pull up real small, like for oh, Howard and, um, Honorable mention to I. I honestly I don't know how to say this guy's name. Shivitz. <laughs> Shivitz. Shevitz. How would you say this? C H I I space W V T T Z. You said W V T T Z, the all consonants. Shy visits, visits, visits. Um, like maybe it's like Watts. Shy like Watts. The A is upside down for stylistic purposes. You know what? You're probably right. Like well, Shy Watts. He's dead. Can we put on some Shy Watts real quick? Fuck yeah, dude! This is for up. Howard Hesseman. Tell me how cool you feel pulling up to this. Ever, ever. I can't tell if this is British, a British pop smoke. Listen how terrible uh, the second guy coming in. Second guy's alive, right? I have no idea which one's which. (laughs) But the engineering is terrible. Number one, keep your pole up. Niggas die because he froze up. Number two, you better just shoot, but I back up the beat, put it right in the group. Hold on, shut up. Number four, better do what you do. Because if I catch a nigga, we mix it shoot. I got to be honest. I don't hate it.
Well, I didn't say it's that bad. Now, number five, number six, it's fun. It's just it's like numerical. When it goes from the one guy to the other, it's math rap. Second guy is like twice as loud. Yeah, I don't know who Schwitz is. For real though, I kind of like uh, Schwitz. I've always liked the uh, the accent, the, the the accent rap. Oh, I like uh, like it's, it's Skepta. You, you get to have more, you know, take more or not more different creative liberties because of like the way they pronounce stuff. I know Can rhyme stuff. I'd be like, I would have never tried that because in my it's always tone, jealous that of the Beatles. I can't rhyme. Again and rain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Actually, like, I could use a new. What's like a tomorrow? Lyrical? It's going to rain again. I went through skeptic phase, but I gotta be honest. Unless it's that mostly that Konichiwa album. That's a good album. That album rules. But I've like went I back. I don't know a single thing. I listened to this is years ago. Album. I listened to his earlier. It's it's very like poppy and just different. It's he definitely like tried some new shit with Konichiwa and it worked. Um, but I could use like a lyrical Londoner. Oh shit! You know, oh bloody peace, bugger, bollocks. Yeah. Well, he's dead. Sorry. Oh man. Sorry to him. I've never heard of him, but um, I have a feeling you're not going to hear much more of him. Wow. Also, we really deserve anything coming to us. I'm not insulting. I'm just saying I have a feeling that his art is not going to go the direction of like a Van Gogh, where he's going to become celebritized after his demise. I just that's a feeling I have. All right. So, well, tell me how you really feel. Jesus here's Christ. Here's to Howard Hesman. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. I really want to check, like, um, the girl who played Donna, if she made, like, a heartfelt, you know, like, eulogy. What was Pinciotti's real name? Donna Pinciotti's real name. I don't know. The only thing I, I know that I saw her in, other than that 70s show, is the movie Slackers. Remember that movie? Yeah, vaguely. I saw it in theaters. Donna Pinciati, Donna Pinciati, Donna Pinciati. What's go the real web. name? Gotta go web. Um, Laura Prepon. Laura Prepon. I knew that. Prepon. She was really hot in the movie Slackers, though. And there's a scene where she dildos herself while the guy. There's a guy who like snuck into the apartment or something, and he's like stuck in there, and she's dildoing herself, and it's. I loved it as a young man. <laughs> Let me tell you, I had a full rod in the theater. This scene right here. Oh my God! There's a gif of her. It's, coming. She's making like the O face. Oh, it's Pete. It's Big Pete. He gets me off. Damn, am I gonna have to watch Slackers now to jerk to Hot Donna? Really stupid movie. Fuck. Um, it's got Devon Sawa, isn't he like the star? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I like my whole family went to the movie theater, and I wanted to see Slackers, and my mom and brothers wanted to see something else. And so she, I put up enough of a fight where she let me go see Slackers while they saw whatever else. What? So you were alone in the theater? And we just met back in the lobby. Did you give yourself a popcorn bucket blowy? I should have. Gush! Zabablage! Um, all right. Well, Donna's still alive, and I don't... Hot How about... Donna. Um, Howard... Does she have, like, statement. a Twitter? Maybe she made, like, a Twitter, a tweet. She made a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> she may have made a Twitter. I really don't use Twitter. That's it for the best. We all need to be doing it less. Oh, quite totally. Honestly. And I don't use it that much either. But I, like I said, I'll check and I'll see what. What are the people talking about? I make it like halfway down. What a, is everyone a halfway pretending down to be upset about today? A single, a single uh, thumb scroll, and then I go, "What am I doing?" Like I click the Whoopi articles, and I was what like, "Oh, what? click to see what How she dare said." You be so flippant. <laughs> and then man. I start. My thumb starts going up, and I go, "What am I doing?" I just found it hilarious that last week, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. She was talking about Bill Maher, 
who was who all he said was like that he's sick of COVID restrictions, and then she goes, "How dare you be so flippant, man!" And then, like two days later, she's being suspended from her show for saying something <laughs> flippant. flippant. Ah, interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I'm on Laura Preppen's Twitter, and then I see the headline. And it says, "I'll miss," and I was like, "This has got to be for Howard Hesseman." Doubt and, it. And it's just a picture of her picking lemons, and it says, "I'll miss picking fresh lemons." <laughs> You for our meals. <laughs> Donna does not care. How dare you be so flippant, man? Man. <laughs> What's wrong with her voice? Man. Man. Yeah. She sounds like uh, that kid in Little Rascals who like, I whipped out my lizard. <laughs> it's like, uh, instead of pouring whiskey <laughs> to blues music, can you put on some pssst, 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 jazz? And do a little whoopee. Uh... Dig, man. I walked into a club. She was across the room. She's turned into Sammy Davis Jr. all of a sudden. <laughs> How dare you be so flippant, man? She's got one eye. <laughs> Highly recommended. Paul McCartney's 1991. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Unplugged. Only darkness every day. The first artist to release an album of his MTV Unplugged appearance. Paul McCartney. She goes away. Didn't they just follow suit? Like with everyone? Didn't everyone do that after this? Yeah. Everyone follows suit from what so Paul McCartney long, does. How long was Unplugged going on before Paul really hit it? Really going to stay. It seemed like they do that day one. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. She's always gone too long. Show producer Alex Coletti went on to say that had McCartney not released it, the concept would have never gained the cult status that it mm. went on to enjoy. And you've spoken in the past about how your favorite Beatles covers, or at least how some of the best ones are black artists covering the Beatles. How do you feel about the Beatles covering legendary black artists? I love that shit so much. Rudu. <laughs> um, well, I think. Yeah, you know, this rules. I did not even. I, I did not know this was a thing. Kind of like specifically the, the Bill Withers cover. The foundation of of the Beatles is copying black music, like True. Little Richard and yeah. uh, you know nineteen fifties rock and roll. Your whole career is a cover, Paul. Unlike other artists who appeared on the acclaimed show with acoustic instruments plugged into amplifiers, McCartney's instruments were one hundred percent unplugged. Microphones were carefully paced, placed close to guitars, pianos, etc., to pick up the sound. I just love this album. It's um, what's the word I'm looking for? Good. You know what I'm saying? It's very uh, candid. Caravan. Ain't no 
<laughs> Caravanded. <laughs> it's a very candid album, and it's very it's they're kind of like uh, flying by the seat of their pants. Uh, there's a lot of in between song banter of Paul just being cutesy and British, which I I fucking love. Um, a good amount of it's it's a blend of the music that inspired him to begin songwriting and songs that he wrote that inspired people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a blend of of the early songs that they played as a skiffle group in Liverpool and 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 Beatles songs and McCartney songs. Um, you know, you have like great renditions of Beatles songs like Here, There and Everywhere and We Can Work It Out and She's a Woman. And then you have great covers like Bill Monroe's Blue Moon of Kentucky, baby. Shine on one that's gone and let me blue. Blue moon of Kentucky. Keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gone and let me blue. Love the blue moon of Kentucky. Love the... Um, I love this rendition of Every Night on this album, Paul McCartney's song, Every Night, which I think is from the album McCartney. Could be the highlight. This and Ain't No Sunshine. Every night I just want to go out, get out of my head. Every day I don't want to get up, get out of Love the high heel sneakers. Love the that would be something. And me with you. Fucking beautiful, man. Believe me, mama. Post. I'm wasting my time. time. Every night I lie on a pillow, just resting my mind. And then he album ends the album with uh, just a, a gorgeous rendition of junk. Listen to in its entirety. Entirety now. <laughs> this week's highly recommended album is Paul McCartney's Unplugged from 1991. Enjoy it, folks. It's here for you to enjoy. 
do 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 I prefer my music plugged do, personally by says the sign in the shop window why says the junk in the yard Mozart of our time. It's too bad he died in 1966. <laughs> Whoever this guy that replaced him is, he's fucking good. He's fucking cool. I love Paul McCartney so much. When he dies, I'm drinking a fucking bottle of Bushmills, bro. I say that if Paul, if Paul, when Paul McCartney dies, if we're still doing this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I say we don't end until like we we must black out. Yeah, let's black. We've never blacked out on a show. How many? N-words, no one wants to hear that. How many N words did Joe Rogan say on his show total? I think they said twenty four. We're gonna triple it. Twenty five. <laughs> Minimum. (laughs) (laughs) But not (laughs) before Paul McCartney dies. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, (laughs) Paul McCartney, Unplugged, 1991. I really do like that Every Night song. It's a good song. (laughs) It's really goddamn good. It's beautiful. I love when he goes, believe me, mama. That's like in um, Win by J-Rock. We talked a long time ago about it. It's just like, win, 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 win. And Kendrick goes, mommy. That's like, that's like Paul's <laughs> Kendrick. I love uh, the second time around. Believe me, mommy. Right here when they go like full blast, full regalia. You know what I'm saying? It's after this one. So they go around one time. Wait for it. Bum, 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 bum. Now they go. Now he's really going to wail right here. Mm. recommended what else did i say earlier it was a movie fuck about schmidt i said about schmidt oh it's uh the uh, episode of 70s show where donna gets a job (laughs) i'm proud of it's called (laughs) it's called radio days my friend (laughs) i will 100 take your word for that i fucking love that 70s show dude um yeah i i've seen it i watched it but like you run that shit He'll run it back. A couple like of years ago. Like it's Seinfeld. A couple of years ago, I watched it back. Yeah. It really is a classic show. Remember they did that 80s show? And it just <laughs> no. fucking stunk. I could be wrong here, but I think they tried to do it that 90s or that's 2000s or something. Like, I. Are you just thinking of the I VH1 don't look, maybe it shows? Just, maybe it just VH1 makes me shows? so worked up to think about the 80s rendition. VH1 had like I Heart the 90s. And no, I I'm not thinking two. of that. Dude. I think, I think they tried another decade. Doggy? No way. That 90s show. Ew. Yeah. 
Oh, dude, these are these are articles from like nine hours ago. Did I just like predict this? Did I know about this and it's news today? What does it say? Is there a That 90 Show? That, that 90 Show comes from executive producers, creators, writers, Bonnie Turner, Terry Turner, and Lindsay Turner, blah, 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 and it takes place 15 years after the original Fox series. These, this is like, I, dude, I felt like this was from a year or two ago and these, these articles are from today. This is freaking me out, man. It's freaking me out, man. So they're making a new series, that 90s show. Maybe I just heard about it last year. It's you know it's executive they were produced it. by Deborah Jo Rupp, which is Kitty. Right. And they're in it. It's like they play the parents. They're in, in it? it? No. Get the Well, fuck? Topher, I'm just looking at the questions now. Nah, Netflix, uh, that 90s show, I guess it's upcoming. I thought they tried it and it failed. Is also like the 80s one. Sacred anymore. I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, no. they tried to do, while that 70s show was on, they tried to do that 80s show, and it got canceled after, like, five episodes, because it stunk, and there was, like, nothing fun or relatable about it. It was just, like, 80. They were just squeezing in 80s jokes. 80s joke. 80s. <laughs> 80, it's in the 80s. Remember, we're in the 80s. It is the 80s. You guys remember the 80s? The theme song of the show was a cover of Killing Jokes. Hey, Dennis, 80s. Dennis Reynolds was in it. You know, even that 70s show, the fucking theme song wasn't 70s. We're living in the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) That was the 80s show theme song. It's a good song. It's it's by Killing Joke. My dad bought me the album when I uh, when I was a kid for Christmas. Oh, my God. Dennis Reynolds was the star. Um, That's what I'm saying, dude. Glenn Howard and getting his break. And they had the chick with the Liberty Spikes. So punk rock, dude. (laughs) Pictures are so pixelated. I guess a, it was the 80s. That's so. actually a great song, though, by Killing Joke. Um, Killing Joke sued Nirvana because of it. So wait up. Nirvana ripped this off? Yes. Come As You Are. Damn! Came years after 80s. But Killing Joke, I believe, I believe I read this. I could be wrong. I believe they dropped their lawsuit when Kurt Cobain killed himself. Like, you know what? It's a bad luck to keep yeah. this thing going. Let's ne- not sue the mind. band whose frontman just blew yeah. his fucking Let's not head off. sue a ghost. Yes. Uh, I didn't know that. Eighties. Was this the intro song to that 80s show? It was a cover of this. Can you cover it in your intro style? 80s. 80s. <laughs> How does it go now? Like, what is oh, emo man. even? I don't know. We're living in the eight. Nah, no, fuck I'm it. In it. Um, Dude, I tried to do a Trevor Noah impression in front of you the other day, and it's like I want to be able to do one, but I've never tried. And I was just like, I was so Donald Trump. Not in it. No. no. And I was like, it's got to be more like, what is he's like South African or Australian? Or South s- African. Or South African. So I'm like, it's not British. See, that's my problem. Any impression I want to do, it always goes back to, but oh, bloody hell. South African is British. <laughs> right. But it's not, bugger, peace, bollocks. Is it not? <laughs> that's not what Trevor Noah sounds like. <laughs> I don't like. know enough There's, about their you know, culture. That was actually the best one I've done so far. Bugger. <laughs> Let me try it again. Am I speaking to Trevor Noah? <laughs> I was like, God, I wish I could do a Trevor Noah impression to make fun of him right now, but... When I don't my, know. Um, joke's on me. When my brother was in high school, he wore a killing shirt. Uh, killing, Jesus. Okay, so Joe Boyden. No, now it sounds wow. like uh, the king. Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> so, when my brother was in high school, he wore a, a killing joke shirt to school, and he got like in trouble. They like sent him home. Wow. First of all, they took him to the office. They like commandeered him. I don't think that's the right Caravan-deered. word. Caravandeered. Uh, 
detained him. And then they rifled through his backpack and Found he had a rifle. He had an assignment. Wow. He had an assignment in the class to write a, a paper about like a news article. And he chose a news article about like a school shooting. So he had a shirt that's of killing joke. It was a band. Oh boy. Then they took him to the office and searched his bag and he had an article about a school shooting and they were like, This kid's a problem. <laughs> um I remember my friend Mark had to turn his shirt inside out because I'm pretty I sure I do that in high school uh, or in middle school. I'm pretty sure it was just because it was a Grateful Dead uh, skull, but it, it could have been one of those that had like the weed leaf in it, and it was like sixth grade, you know? Yeah, it, I don't know, but I, I, that's how like little it meant even to me then. I was like, what? Just because it's stoner music, but maybe it said something that I didn't understand at the time. I, I remember had, it was a Grateful Dead shirt though, and he had to turn it inside out. I had a shirt in middle school, say middle school. Yeah. And uh, it was a shirt with Gary Coleman on it, and he had like he had like a DJ set up in front of him. It was like a picture of Gary Coleman DJing with like big headphones around his neck. Well, obviously they were big. And it said "Sucka MC," S U C K A space E M C E. Does the MC stand for my cock? Because if so, it turned it was that the word out. MC. Oh, E M C E E, Sucka MC, and they made me take it off because it said "Sucka" on it. Does, that, does, e, does it mean even my cock enters? Every, I don't know. Who, I don't know the logic Who it. is looking <laughs> at a sixth grader wearing a shirt with Gary Coleman DJing that says suck a MC and going, I'd be like, just. That you, makes me think of <laughs> sucking cock so much that I need this kid to turn it inside out. If I were the dean, I'd be like, you're going to have to turn that shirt inside out. It's kind of gay. It's like you're going to regret wearing that just because it's corny and stupid. I, I thought it was so cool. <laughs> I remember in the same middle school, same school, uh, Mitchell Tosi wore a shirt. I think they showed it like they sold it at Spencer's and shit. And it just on the front, it just said like, fuck you, you fucking fuck. And then yes. you turn it inside out, which they made him do. And it just said like, fuck you, bitch, or something on the other side. <laughs> It's like he bought it knowing the policy. Right. And then uh, <laughs> and then his mom came to pick him up and the prince and Principal Parker called her white trash and she punched him in the <laughs> eye. Remember Principal Parker had a black eye for like two weeks yep. and he gave like eight different stories about how it's he like, got I it. Hockey practice. No, oh, I was a, it was a baseball accident. It's like if you're gonna lie to a bunch of middle schoolers, like we play tell hockey. the same lie. We don't we didn't have a puck, so we used a baseball at <laughs> hockey practice. Uh, I think you're lying. <laughs> Dean. Mitchell Tosi's mom. <laughs> um, Look, so don't call Mitchell Tosi white trash. Lesson learned. Man, I wonder what he's up to, man. This is like one of those, you know, this, everyone has that name. I have a feeling that if we stories, found dude. out, we'd be doing a shot to Mitchell Tosi. Oh, boy. You know. Yeah, he was, uh, I, I remember. Think I'm thinking of like a different kid. I'm thinking of Brett Green. Wasn't that a guy? Yeah. Went to our middle school. And when you say, wasn't that a guy, I'm inferring that yeah we should pull one up if we're gonna do that because i'm pretty <laughs> he, sure he did die years ago he slept over at my house and he shot my dog with like a he made a okay. like a homemade dart gun with sewing needles wow <laughs> I, I remember that i remember that i had other friends that did that they would shoot <laughs> sewing needles like a spitball through a straw yes, he did it to and my I dog remember, i remember one of them hit our friend in the eyeball wow. <laughs> at lunch yeah yeah not as bad as my dog's thigh my dog was okay we I still, remember, we were, we were mad. I remember every time there was like a, these like octagonal, maybe hexagonal tables in the lunchroom. So octagonal. Six or eight people. Could, that, that was like the lunch tables. Yeah. You could fit that many people at them. Bringing me back. So, and I remember at the end there was like, they had these buckets with big sponges in them and like one person from the table, you know, had to clean the table off. No way. Yeah. 
Same I school. vaguely remember this. I remember it because one I time never Mitchell, remember abiding Mitchell was just like basically like trashed the table and like spilled Lunchables all over. Like, you know, it's just right. all the shit inside. He just, the table was a mess. We were fucking around at the table. Right. Valid, hilarious middle school comedy. Yeah, the coolest thing I ever saw. And then Miss Gillespie comes up like, <laughs> you gotta, it made Mitchell wash the table off because she saw him like throwing shit on it. Right. So then he like doesn't wring out the sponge, just like dunks it and then like, <laughs> off the table so that not only all the lunchable shit but like the soapy water splashes all over Miss Gillespie's fucking dress and work clothes you know he yeah. was something else he was constantly getting his shirt turned inside out if you catch my drift right. a lot of spent time in the office you don't want lunch ball over your skirt <laughs> don't fuck with Mitchell Tosi lesson learned um, and before the fan questions I do see Matt writes in and says artist recommendation seems like this one's for you it says check out Brazilian jazz organist Walter Wanderley. Have you ever Walter heard of him? Walter. It says, I bet you all would Wanderley. like him. That's all. Um, Top song. Ooh, what should I pour to this? Uh, I don't know what to do, but damn. <laughs> I don't know, but I wouldn't mind another shot. Yeah, you know what? This is our last night in town Here, before we spend the rest of the week together. <laughs> this is to Mitchell Tosi and Brett Green. Here we go. Man, those were like those kids that I like, I didn't look up to, certainly not looked up to, but it's like... There were kids... I appreciate their lack of give a fuck for as young as they were for like Zero what I would call give. in this instance the establishment that is like the middle school staff. Those kids, and I, they're not even bullies, dude. They were just, they didn't give a fuck. You know, those kids where it's like, you. everybody kind of likes seeing Lunchable get splashed on that skirt, but we were right. all like, whoa, because you know, I don't know. We were afraid of authority. No, I was going to say, I'm not trying to speak ill, but like maybe we were, lived in a better area or, or I don't know. It, it's a, That's the tragedy of this is a lot of those kids didn't have guidance in sixth grade. Right. They didn't have like strong parental influence perhaps. Or maybe they did because Mitchell's mom decked the fucking principal. So yeah, maybe I should be mad at my mom for not doing more. <laughs> decking the principal <laughs> is principles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, I, I mean, I definitely towed the line of whatever, like, uh, like, being like a mischievous, but not in school. School scared me. Mischievous. Like, I, were, that's how you get in, was, uh, an immediate report to your parents. I was, if I'm going to um, be, a, I'm going to go blow off fireworks at my friend's house at night on the weekend, you know, and do right. like I, I could never feel like they did, where like I don't give a fuck about a teacher. Like I'm just going to be a jerk off because fuck this teacher. And I was like, you know what? I kind of wish I could do that. Yeah, I had friends. Um, you know, I'm gonna stop you right there. We had a friend who <laughs> <laughs> we had a. Uh, one of my friends, one time, we were sleeping. I was sleeping over at his house, and his parents directed us to do something. And, like, we had to go to his room because they wanted to use the living room television. And we're on our way to his room, and he turns around and gives his parents double birds. Whoa, dub bird? And to me, it was the coolest goddamn thing I'd ever seen in my life. It's like the end of true romance for you. You're just like, he's, he's so, so cool. cool. <laughs> it's like Elvis. He's so cool. Um... Yeah, I think everybody, you know. I didn't listen closely enough to hear the organ in the song, but that was a cool song. He was right. We all did enjoy that. I enjoyed the shit out of it, but you know, you are right. I, I did like, not where was organ. the organ exactly? Here's an organ. I mean, he's good at the piano, but he sucks on the organ. <clears throat> get it? Like he blows, guys. Oh, I get it. Uh-huh. Where are you, organ? 
It's it's under there. There, there go. we go. That's all I'm waiting for. It's been laying Ooh. in the cut this whole time. Gotcha. Who who wrote this? Uh, who wrote into this? Who uh, wrote this in? Matt. Thank Flata. you, man. Matt. Great recommendation. I appreciate it. I will be listening to Walter Wanderlei. Is it Vanderlei? Vanderlei. Because there's a industries. There's a MMA fighter, Vanderlei Silva, who's Brazilian. There's uh, George Costanza, Vanderlei Industry. Wow. Yeah, I think it's Vanderlei. Vanderlei. I think you're wrong, Matt. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, <laughs> Matt. Uh, all right. Good let's shit. get into this grip. Good stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's time for Fan Questions. It's time for Fan Questions. Uh, Fuck yeah. I mean... You may have already missed it because we're already in Tulsa, basically, by the time you've heard this. But that's Reedy said he was going to bring his guitar to the Tulsa show so that y'all could rock that together. Hell yeah, dude. So um, we'll, we'll phone record. I currently look forward to that. Yeah, that'll just be a little Instagram story. <clears throat> uh, Wait, here. can you play it one more time? Because isn't there like... I think you just do that with your mouth. Do when, I? Yeah. I've done it so many times, it's like embedded in <laughs> my head. Maybe what we need to do... Just like have a studio recording day where we like add our own layers. Maybe Term can do a little vocal harmony and we'll just punch the song up. You know, bring it to a 2.0 level. Oh, yeah. It's time for fan questions. It's time for fan It's in there, questions. but it's it's very minimal. It's like Vanderlei's organ. It's just laying in the it's cut. It's laying in the cut. It's very <laughs> minimal. It could use another touch of like... Yeah, dude, crank one, soldier boy. Yeah, Turn that dude. shit up. Yeah. All right, I'm going to click play on this first thing, and we're going to drink another shot. What up, boys? Calling out in Seattle. I just want to let you know I watched the fucking live stream and got real drunk. Great job, boys. The video quality was kind of dog shit in the beginning, but that shit went off. The audio was fire as fuck. Term was pushing P into act fucking B-hole. That was sick. Let's go. Just wanted to say much love to you boys, and I hope you guys be doing the live streams more often. Or not more often, but that one was still sick. Hell yeah. Fuck off, faggot. Ah! Hell yeah! I would love. <laughs> I would love to do a couple more down the line. I know that the world. We, is all we need back to do up. is figure out the Wi-Fi thing, or like I said, we'll just try a different location next time. Maybe we'll just start there and see if Terms House is more conducive for a yes. clearer different location stream on a Saturday, so nobody's at work. Sure. Or less people are at work. Saturdays are your sacred UFC day, so I always just go Friday. It's all right. It's all right. I'm just saying. Um, I feel like you've in the past mentioned like, well, Saturday's fight day. I'm like, yeah, well, then. We'll but we can Friday. always do it before the fights. Yeah, in I guess fact, we can do it at one p.m. We do it before the fights, then get wings for the fights. There's nothing more Actually, beautiful sounding than that. <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. Um, also, I wouldn't mind like putting together a set list of deep cuts and. Like actually, well, I could speak for myself here. Like actually rehearsing the heck out of them, right? Not dropping any lines. 
Um, well, in the past, and and figuring out the the stream. formula when we were doing them like monthly or more often was at a certain point it became which songs haven't we done for right. the streams yet, and those were it, so it got kind of rougher and rougher. Not, of not necessarily like we were still getting through them good enough, but like yeah, we never have put um or at least not since that for sure put like an actual set together this last one was mainly let's just run a bunch of shit and just see how it goes and what we know and we were more go or less off from rehearsing for our upcoming shows because people we would say a song where like yeah you know what that one feels like we could try it right um so all things considered we did all right but uh yeah i feel like we could definitely and we'd, we'd probably want to buy it some more equipment. Not even much, but stuff where you could add a little bit of like EQ and reverb. We do nothing. Totally. There, there is zero. It's just our voices and the fucking beat. And if someone types, vocals should be louder. I'll be like, I, I like that's how that's like the you know fast and loose way that we're putting those out there right now. If we like invested a little bit more and made sure the internet was fucking firing on all cylinders and we had right. the like vocal effects, well, we could really turn them up. I think uh, we made a few bucks in donations. More than I anticipated, we for could, sure. Uh, we could cop like a new mixing board. I don't want to brag, and, but and we so made on. like over $500, no problem. We cleared 500 on like three donations somehow because some of our fans are rather insane. Right. They just send you $200 like just because. Like, All right, that's now we owe you. But Yes. We will continue pushing P and you can continue pushing pesos to our bank account if there's p to be pushed you can count on us to push it oh yeah um big time another one yeah i just want to know okay stop yelling first of all well it's because the other guy placed his phone down <laughs> and then fucking took 15 steps back that and was my bad message. i cranked the soldier boy hold on yeah i just want to know uh what <laughs> the fuck? How, how'd you keep recording this knowing how we do <laughs> how we do you on this podcast if there's ever a fraction of phlegm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all remember Bobby G. Come on. Hey, guys. <laughs> I still have it pulled. You don't want to be the next Bobby G. <laughs> hey, guys. How dare you be so flippant, hey man? <laughs> yeah, I just want to know, uh, what the fuck uh, term, like, you seem to hate everything that people suggest to you or or even throwing Dude, I was like, fucking they, loving Walter Vanderlei. No, he told me he stepped out to get his weed and he he went, I didn't like that. <laughs> he doesn't like stuff. Oh, what's, is there anything in that over there? Oh, yeah. I always forget <clears throat> I like pack a bowl out of habit to like... Well, so you can save your guns, dude. Alright, fuck yeah. What, what is this fucking idiot saying? <laughs> He's like, I know you hate everything. You want to hate me? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've known Term my whole life. He doesn't hate. You By the guys. way, I saw He's House of uh, I saw House of Gucci yesterday. Yeah. Hated it. Hated it, dude. We need a little in living color. Hated it in the fucking soundboard. Word. Uh, it actually it like wasn't. I was wa I was rewatching Billy Madison. It wasn't it was, awful. It just wasn't good. It was just. It was. Is it worse than Billy Madison? It's just that it's a bunch of American actors playing Italians in Italy. They all speak English with shitty fake Italian accents. It's it was like an SNL skit. It was terrible. Ooh, not good. Lady Gaga is like she's not a like a bad actress, but the accent is terrible. Oh bloody bugger, piece of bollocks. <laughs> uh, the one redeeming quality is Al Pacino. Al Pacino, I love Al Pacino. He is a treasure. 
Uh, he was great. Jared Leto's like makeup is whatever. What, what did I just mention a second ago? I don't know. Fuck. Hating in Living Color. Oh, something to add to the soundboard. I was rewatching Billy Madison, and I already went through this movie one time. Like I watched it specifically, listening for things to put in the soundboard, and that's where I found like I don't. Way out of line. No, where is it? Yeah, but. Oh my god, that is. Like, yeah, see, I have things in here. I forgot to sample what I wanted, which I, is... I, there was like a hundred more things I what forgot. What is she talking about? What is she talking about? <laughs> um, dude, there's, uh, his dad says, he's like, are you some kind of moron? <laughs> How did I never pull that? How did I listen to this with my ear bent one time for everything? And there's still like a dozen quotes. Speak for yourself, know. moron. Moron? That one might be in here. Or, oh my God, that's funny. I was laughing so hard, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> almost? <laughs> All right, caller, go on with the Borophil. Basically, if you didn't suggest it and if you didn't find it, you don't like it. So I'm going to stop you right here. This guy's dead on. He. I know you better than anybody in your whole no, life, no, 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 and he on. knows you as well as me. He's not dead <laughs> on, but what he is is pretty close. Go on. <laughs> So my question is to you, what is something that somebody showed you that you actually liked? Because uh, other than that, just said man, Walter Randall. You, uh, you definitely come off, and uh, I've met you live, bro, like a couple a lot? times. And live. A couple times, not a lot. Live. You're uh, not about meeting your live. fans. <laughs> That's for damn sure. What do you say? I'm going to run it back because he's spitting nothing but facts, dude. He said he met you live. You don't like meeting your fans. That's not true. Oh, dude. I'm sorry. I'm with... What's your name, sir? Because you're you the guys, new Palmer Square. I, <laughs> I'm a human being just like all of you. Sometimes I'm a little shy. Sometimes I just don't, I don't know what to say. I'm not, you know... Uh, I know, like some people have been like, "Term was an asshole" or whatever, and it's like, I don't, I don't remember doing anything. I also asshole. don't do you any favors like, because I always love hanging with the fans. Always so love hanging I. with the fans. No, no. I feel like sometimes, <laughs> I feel like sometimes you're tired. <laughs> I feel like sometimes. You okay, don't. if I'm tired, it's I'm tired. It's not that I don't like people. Look, it's not a competition. People, I'm just saying I win. <laughs> there's some people who it's like, hey, just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean that you're presenting yourself as like a tolerable or likable. I person will say, even though he's spot on about everything so far, he sounds drunk, and I wouldn't want to talk to him live if, right if he were here right now. I'd like. give him the time of day. <laughs> well, I hope you live in one of these four cities because. <laughs> yeah, dude, come out. I've met you live, bro, like a couple of times, and you definitely, definitely. you're uh, not about meeting your fans. That's for damn sure. Not and about for damn sure. You definitely come off as like a, you know, if I didn't find it, then it don't mean shit kind of a dude. So Nailed I'm just, it. I'm just wondering, like, what the fuck has somebody shown you Sturgill that Simpson. you actually like, you know? Um, some There's plenty of things that, that, that I'm interested in that I didn't find myself. Psychotic narcissism and maybe there's a couple of bodies under your uh, crawl space or something. Whoa, but, you know, now yeah, you're yeah, me a murder? Like uh, Acumental, I love you. <laughs> it's got nothing but respect. You were, uh, you were a fucking beauty when I met you, and uh, I think you're a beautiful person. And yeah, that's about all I got. Crushed. And then he hung up? And that was it. That was that's he made his point. <laughs> oh my I god! I would if we had a caller of the year award. <laughs> I'm, it's early yet, but <laughs> top fucking contender. <laughs> um, I disagree. What about something that is not music based? Anything? 
like even if it's movies, but we'll get away from music. It's something like recommended or like a practice. Let's it's like, say it's like everything I like is recommended to me by someone. I know, like you got into yoga in a big way. There's no way you just started. My someone, girlfriend. Okay, right. So there's actually that. my ex girlfriend uh, got really into yoga, and I was trying to like win her back. So I dabbled hey, look, in yoga. I like and what I, you I, like. <laughs> and I was going through like mad back problems uh, years ago when I was at that point. Um, but my my girlfriend now is like she teaches yoga classes, right. and uh, I would say that you know my getting my delving into it is is certainly. Thanks I just to her. think like because sure you could say oh yeah the Walter, especially Beaker. Walter Vanderlei. But like really something that like kind of changed your life in a way. Like, I'm not good at like, like on the spot questions. Well, get better. Let's go. <laughs> this, this is one. Because people always like, what's your top five, whatever? And I'm like, uh. Man, this caller skewered that's, you, well, that's why I said Walter I did not Mandalay listen to that Because it, it just happened. <laughs> someone said, what's one thing someone suggested to you that you liked? It happened. That's why I'm adding qualifiers. Um, what's something else? Well, my interest, uh, I was saying last week, like in music, is largely to my parents and skate videos, my girlfriend even. My girlfriend turned me on to Oscar Peterson a few years ago. It's like the real reason that I delved into his music. What about sushi? Because I'll take that one. Fucking Matt <laughs> took me to my first sushi restaurant in Seattle. We're and I was to... like, Ooh. I, no, no, no. What I did got, I say? I, I was got, like, it's gross. Whatever. I don't want it. I got to give, first of all, all praise to the most high, my girlfriend, Melina, because she got, me and you grew up the exact same guy about sushi for sure. I well, never liked it and I never tried it. When it comes to food. Speaking of Joe Rogan, I never liked it and I never tried it <laughs> my whole fucking life. And then like, uh, there was one night when my girl wanted sushi, this is years ago, and she's like, you don't like, and I'm like, I don't like that. And then, But one night I was in a better mood and I was like, you know what, get whatever you want. I would love to give it another shot. And I, right. and I realized, damn, this is pretty good. In fact, I think I should have tried this ever once before I developed such, such staunch like seaweed and raw fish opinions, you know? And then I realized I was wrong and I was like, bro, you're like me. We're wrong. Yeah. Sushi rules. I and then up, you still didn't try it for like a year or two. And I was like, my no, dad, but we're wrong. My dad's a very <laughs> steak and potatoes kind of eater. Yeah. My brothers are very picky eaters. Ian especially is like fucking goldfish or buttered noodles. I mean, they're great. So <laughs> but, like, I get it. The, it ends there. Um, and I was always the one kid who would like eat anything my mom cooked. Dude, my mom used to have to... This is insane to me. But... You know, we would all eat as a dinner. I was a picky eater as a kid, too. By the time me, my mom, and my dad were done eating, uh, then my two brothers would still have, like, a full meal on their plate. And then she would set a timer for, like, a half hour. And if they weren't finished with their dinner by a half hour, they couldn't have anything else for the rest of the night but water or milk. Um, Hell yeah. That's insane. I'm going to remember that for when I have kids, because fuck them. By the time me and my mom and my dad were done eating, we'd already sat down for like a half hour, 40 minutes. So you weren't a picky eater as a kid. No, I would eat everything. Gotcha. But Uh, sushi. Even way better than my dad, but seafood was always a thing that my mom never made, mainly because my dad is not you know, a very versatile eater. He's very steak and potatoes. He doesn't like seafood either. And my brothers are, are forget about it. Yeah. Uh, so I just grew up like I never touched it. And then by the time we were living together in our twenties, I was like, it's fucking, it's no, raw. But the thing is we Fish lived together eggs. for years and I also hated sushi. And then I finally, it's tried like it. my favorite <laughs> thing to go out uh, it rules. to eat for. Even though the last time I vomited, it was 30 minutes after I ate sushi. 
It's because you liked it so much. You kept eating. It's because I should have had like... You ate to excess and then you yes, had to throw up. I had to eat 30 rolls instead of 13. It's not because like the food a, a was bad. A normal portion. I was like, it's I can't It's because the food stop. was so good. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I answered the my, question My girlfriend you. has like completely changed my, my eating habits. She turned me on to plenty of... of uh, yeah, it almost bothers me because I have like, changed my outlook on music. I got Doritos and gummy worms, and I'll like I'll be like, "Hey, help yourself!" And you're like, "I don't, uh, I don't touch the stuff." And I'm just like, you know, all right, I get it, I get it. You're better than me. I don't need bugs. <laughs> um, fucking. Well, what? she's the one who, and I said recently was like, uh, who got me to like stop counting calories and and sh- and shit like that looking at the graph on the nutritional facts look right. at the the most important thing on the label of a food item is the ingredients list you know read the ingredients list and if it's over 5 it's suspect and and then if there's like 45 right and f- over 5 things that you can't even pronounce that sound like they were made in a laboratory with beakers and shit yeah. It's not good. It's not great. You know, these preservatives and stuff. Um that you know, I think we've we've t- completely gotten off topic though. I don't think that's what he called about. So he was calling me pretentious. I would love to just listen to this whole email again. <laughs> so it. good. Um I mean uh voicemail again. Fuck. Shut up. I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm sorry that the guy he called me on a bad night. So any night? Wait, answer his question. Like what is the question? I lobbed yoga and What's sushi one to you. Thing? What's one thing that someone has shown you that you actually like really enjoyed? Didn't I answer it when he asked it? I said Sturgill Simpson. Our buddy Eric showed me Sturgill Simpson. And I was like, back to Joe Rogan. I remember that I saw Joe Rogan post this guy's album, which was Meta, Meta Modern Sounds of Country Music. And... I, the only reason I remembered it is because if you look at the cover to that album, it totally looks like our buddy our buddy Jason when he was in high school, and I, and for a second when I was scrolling I was like Jason, um, and then our buddy Eric recommended that I check out this dude Sturgill Simpson and he does this cover of Nirvana in Bloom, and it's country music, and he showed me the vinyl at his house and I really enjoyed it specifically the Nirvana cover, I was like, you could have told me that this song was from like the 70s and Nirvana covered it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I became a huge fan of his music and that kind of like opened up the doors uh, to like the entire genre of country music to me. So I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> Um, no, but I am very like I've even admitted that myself recently. About, uh, let's. I'm gonna. I'm, okay, go ahead. We were talking about our homie who recommended Tusk. Still haven't watched it, and and I like I feel bad because I recommended two movies to him and he watched them. Right. And he recommended one to me and I still haven't watched it. Exactly. And you've been that way your whole life, which is why <laughs> this last caller was like the me of the audience like he gets it he knows isn't this the He's way that like stories. every guy feels with their girl though i my, like my favorite one was our buddy zach who i mentioned earlier on the episode bullet we're talking about bullet we're talking about bullet dude bullet was on today on turner classic movies so i'm saying it it's not but when we were growing up seth had to recommend he find out look have you seen this and this and like we'd watch we all live together zach i recommended still to be fair though i did bullet. watch a lot of things zach the recommended. steve mcqueen this was just the one that it, it took years 
And then like, it's like the more Zach would say, did you watch Bullet yet? I wanted to talk to you about that movie. And then you were like, no. And then like the more he asked like, what are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm recommending it because I know I you'd know. like it and we talk movies. I want to talk this one. And you just, it's like you kept quadrupling down on like the more... It's stubbornness, I guess. Like the more you, stubborn. the more you tell me you want me to watch it, the less likely it is I will watch. Right. That went on four years. Like not four years. Like, like ten. One less than five. <laughs> like like F O R years. Like for a long time. That's like, and Seth's not that. It was stubborn. more than four years. It's never like to that extent with other things, but with Bullet, it was, and I don't I know. I don't why. know why too. <laughs> I think you were just like, "Fuck you." This is how I say "fuck you" because Zach. it's. I'll tell you why. Because it's an old action movie. And and old movies can be good, but when you're like old action movies, you're like, ah. I don't feel that way. Oh, okay. You don't? No, I hate old movies. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love old movies. Um, I need action, been, though. You like especially boring Western drama. Like watching a lot of them with my grandpa, it's, it's like uh, I, I really enjoy a lot of like really old movies from like the 40s and shit. But... Um, which bullet is from what late 60s 69 maybe 68 I was about to say 70s but you might be right I think it's late 60s yeah. if not early 70s um and it's like action like car chases and shit so I was like uh is this going to be all dated dude it's got one of the greatest car chases in cinema history 68 68 baby yeah um yeah you're right though <laughs> <laughs> it took me it took me years to watch bullet and uh, what the thing is didn't even watch it with him. I watched it like years later. Did you ever even text him like, hey, I watched that? I think I did. <laughs> I believe so. I'll bet you didn't. Because at the time I watched it, it was in my mind that like, why did it take me this long? Zach recommended this movie to me countless times. Um, Here, I'll show you something. This man's This call. other call, and we'll see if you like it. Okay. And then you can answer with this. Like, yeah. I like that call. This is voicemail. Number 147. And you know what I want you to do with this voicemail? I want you to take it, and I want you to shove it up your twatty little asshole. <laughs> you know what I called last asses. year? And I said, I, I was trying like to pussies, represent dude. the female beat squad. And no, I call 147 times, what? and each one doesn't make it onto the podcast. Okay, I'm really starting to get pissed off here. This is Savvy. The You're a respectable woman. woman. We know who you are. Damn, bro. You, we've played you on the show. You're in charge of the calls, so look who's fucking shafting the fans now. I've <laughs> played her on the show. She, she gave know, me yeah, advice about when or when not to take Archie's balls off. Right. Yeah, I remember. So what's the beef? I figured it out by now, which you probably haven't because you probably forgot about me because I haven't made it onto the podcast. That's absolutely right. You know what? I'm at my wit's end. Like, she has made it onto the podcast, but I still forgot about her. I remember the Archie's Balls thing. Savvy the respectable woman. Listen, 147 times is a... You're just lying. Is there 146 missed calls from this girl? What I do is just fucking cry and cry and cry. Because I'm not on the show. Okay, I'm one of the ones... To rehearse my voicemails. I even rehearsed this one. Nice. So it sounds nice and I don't stutter and that Seth doesn't uh, fucking roast me because I'm stuttering. Okay. But we'll find something else. I am just 
at my wit's end, y'all. So maybe this one will make it onto the show. So what is she asking? Maybe, like, have a question, and then... She's asking that we shove this f- voicemail up our twatty little asses. Assholes? And it'll make me happy, so... Uh, yeah. That's my rant for the day. No, but for real, though, I love you. Um, I'm fucking dying here because I call in and I never make it on the podcast. Okay, I'm trying to be a respectable woman like I am, and I'm trying not to lose it. But you know what? I think I might give up soon. But I love you. You kill yourself. And I wish you well. Don't do that. Goodbye. Forever. Whoa. Maybe not. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Did we date? I saw it coming. <laughs> what happened? Um, um, first and foremost, don't kill yourself. Secondly, Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'd like, you know, it was great. Let's try this. I mean, I thought it was all right. She, uh, she, like she said, she rehearsed it. She didn't Did stammer. She? Didn't she? Uh, here's another question or something. Yo, what up, Sperm and Jack? It's, uh, Spencer from Santa Cruz. Listen to you guys talk about this. Gorilla Jack locked and loaded shit. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Sounds like a bunch of fooey to me. I, uh, I heard this on another podcast. Uh, Yeah. Talking about a porn star. I think his name is Peter North, I think. I know his name is Peter North. Trying to hide like I don't know this guy's name. I'm gay. We all know who Peter North is. uh, It's not gay to know who Peter North is. I wasn't born yesterday. If you want to take it from a professional, is he juices celery stocks every day. Apparently, there's something in that. I don't know if it's just the water content or what. I am a scientist. Juicing celery stalks, which, by the way, disgusting. What does that mean? Oh, hey, you fucking get the juice out of them and drink it for your loads. When you said Meanwhile, juicing, I was thinking disgusting. like roids. Like, I'll eat some celery, make some I ants on a log, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not <laughs> juicing it. Uh, I've put celery into it. I've tried it, like mix it as an ingredient in a smoothie before, and I was like, why did I do that? It's just adding water. Yeah, and it's and it's bad flavored water. It's a good vegetable in and itself. But a like I, blue cheese dressing? I'm not fucking juicing it. Squares, the celery stock juice, Stop. drinking it, makes his loads big. He's the guy who knows the most about the loads. I think the word from him. Also, a little side thing. Uh, I know it's been a while since we've had the great wife debate. Uh, I personally was one of those weird freaks that spent my time wiping front to back, or back to front, rather. Ah, fuck, I don't know. You're not a Point freak. Is, I use baby wipes because I think toilet paper's for fucking savages. We got fucking... Supercomputers in our pockets. If your hand touches shit, you're washing it with soap and water, but we're using flaky-ass toilet paper. Come on, we've come further than that as a fucking humankind, right? Well, I got myself a little gift for uh, the holidays. I got one of those bidet attachments no for my way. toilet. Oh, and uh, I'm just going to say it's fucking life-changing. Never look back. I don't even want to shit on another toilet. But I, I already don't want to shit on other toilets than my own in my house. But now I just feel like I'm stepping back, like I'm a dog shitting outside or something doing this. And uh, I just can't justify shitting anywhere else in a place that's got a bidet now. I don't know why they're not more common. They're life-changing. Have you tried them? What's your taste? I uh, I personally will never look back. Anyways, you guys are gay. I'm gay. We're all gay. Have a gay, gay time. It's really gay to hear you. Bye. Gay, gay bidet. I'll tell you right now. It was Colorado Springs, 2019. Prob cause. Greaves. I thought it Cunning was Fort Collins. I don't remember. But I there was a bidet. There was a bidet in the green room in there Colorado. Was. 
I don't know what show, but uh, I do have like a specific the memory. The boomerang effect. That tour, that little three-night Colorado run, we all like had a bidet shit because it was this like decked out bathroom. I still... Seat warmers, like different settings of the sprinkle in the tish. Um, it's... I, I still... I don't think that's my own... I, there may have been one other time I was somewhere that had a bidet and I was like, all right, let's see what's up. But maybe not because I really only remember that one time. And I wasn't the first person to shit in it either. Someone came out and was like, yo, like if you don't have to shit, figure it out because you got to get in there and try this. Go eat, uh, <laughs> um, go so eat yeah. some cabbage. Do you think that's how most people do it? Is I'm the, trying to find the attachment. It. It's not like you got to reinstall a toilet. You just get the attachment and now you got a bidet. I think that reinstalling a toilet, though, is a waste is, of time. No, is going to be better. Why, you know? though? It's, it's, you get one of those like, same expensive. Thing fucking bidet joints because I'm, I'm trying to find I took a, a video bidet attachment I want to see how much they go for because my butthole is important to me and I'm not going to act like it isn't that's it a buck twenty these are like a hundred dollars and look here's one that's more like full toilet cover and it's um five hundred so I think we can save up is what I'm saying oh yeah dude I was just saying on our on our live stream, um, how my girlfriend one time she got a like a Canon, Canon, uh, like a Canon, <laughs> <laughs> like a quality camera, picture camera, and she took a picture of my asshole, and I don't know like what about like the color balance or what was off, but it was it's the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life, and. Um, I really think that uh, that I, I would I would I would benefit from having a bidet or using baby wipes. Baby wipes are just expensive. You know what I mean? I guess they. I I, I don't really know what they cost, but I've I've bought uh, the baby wipes on the road in the past because like th- we've talked about like the the green room bathrooms and shit. Like you just show up for sound check and sometimes that you have to shit yeah. and they haven't even put the roll of toilet paper in yet. Like I've been in there like fuck, and then I gotta go like I gotta shit. Can you put the toilet paper? You just have it covered yourself. You have something in your own bag for it. I guess you could just put a roll of toilet paper in there. But I would buy the baby wipes on the road because I knew I always had right, that's my ass one covered, thing. pun intended. But like having constantly your bathroom stocked yeah, with I don't baby need it. wipes. I don't need it. But I do find it as like the uh, every now and then, I guess like anything, it's nice. But like <laughs> I said, I recall years ago hearing comedian Bob Kelly on Opie and Anthony describe because he got a bidet. He was that's what he was talking about, and he described wiping your ass with toilet paper as like spreading peanut butter on a piece of bread, and I, it's never left me. And that's what that picture of my asshole looked like. Is like I've been doing, I've been spreading yeah. peanut butter on the sandwich that is my ass. Something for else years. I mentioned on the live stream that butt doctor I saw told me you shouldn't be soaping your asshole. Like water will do a sufficient job. In fact, much like not having to uh, shampoo your hair every day, it's like there's oils and stuff that'll actually keep your skin you think hydrated. I shampoo my hair every day. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like you're really not supposed to. You don't need. I never. You know have. what I'm saying? Me neither. Uh, <laughs> but that's he's basically saying that about soaping your ass. Like don't do that. Well, I don't soap my my rectum like my sphincter i soap my butt cheeks hmm. is it which one is he, is he talking uh-huh. about the sphincter hey look i've gone in there i've made sure that where the shit comes out gets soaped down right and then doc was like that I ain't it, huh? like i said i've seen this picture of my asshole yeah. it's not pretty 
Just saying. I like claw in like in the crack. <laughs> but that's the, back to the bidet. That's the whole thing. It's like why even really but have gotta, to wipe much if you have the like the water cleanse too. I'm sure you have to right like a power wash. Right. That's probably like what's supposed to be oh like the God, best dude. for you, and it feels the best, and it's the healthiest. Probably. You ever like power washed a patio and it changes color? <laughs> you know, it gets a shade brighter. You ever done yeah. that? It's very satisfying. And you want your I want someone to do that bag. to my fucking asshole <laughs> and my like taint area. All right, another question. Yo, I wanted to talk some shit to Term about his comparison of the Crunchwrap Supreme and the Chalupa. They are two totally different things. One is a quesadilla with a taco shell on the inside, oh and one is a one is a sh- like shell type thing that is flaky. I don't need this explanation. <laughs> is he really <laughs> telling us what a chalupa and a crunch? Like how many dude, fucking chalupas I've eaten in my life, dude? Innumerable, <laughs> numberless. Um, what I think, what I had said was that like Taco Bell takes the same fucking six ingredients and then just like mashes them, like presents them in a different wrapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, it's great. Am I wrong? I'm not saying it isn't. Uh, that one just doesn't, the Chalupa doesn't have the hard shell is all. But they do have the cheesy gordita crunch. Is that it? That's basically a Chalupa. It's a a hard shell taco and then with like a pita around it. So it's a soft shell and a hard shell, which is the Crunchwrap Supreme. It's all the same shit. <laughs> it's the same six ingredients mushed into um, a different looking package. Here's something more profound. Hey, what's up, fags? This is Derek from Phoenix. Is it gay if you swallow your own cum, or is it only gay if you swallow somebody else's cum? Let me know what you guys think. All right, smooches. I feel like we may have covered this. I feel like it it like really <laughs> depends on the circumstance in which you're swallowing your own cum. No, but like we talked about it with like it's like when it's self, when it's you, like it's not I don't think it fits the definition of well, like a gay act. Like if you sucked your own dick, that's what it was. It was the same thing. It was suck your own dick or suck, suck someone else's dick. So is it gay or isn't it gay? Are when, you it, like, when it's you and doing both parts. Are you swallowing it and fantasizing it's someone else's? Well then yeah, that's gay. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of all the other like the super hetero scenarios of swallowing your own cum. What yeah. like like swapping it with a girl who just blew you. You know what I mean? Snowballing. Right. That's a that's actually a great add. Come swap the money is, shot. Is that gay? Because it's your cum, but it's with a chick. girl just sucked your dick, and now Homo. you're sucking it. <laughs> now you're sucking it out of her mouth. It's not gay. Come on. <laughs> I guess it's not. I don't know. I guess it's not. I guess it isn't. <laughs> here's, a, here's another question. But yeah, like, uh, like, remember in uh, what was the movie with the guy who's blind? The suspense. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. Uh, and he has like a can of cum. You know what I mean? His own cum. First of all, did I go over this? A lot. <laughs> He closed the can. He's blind. We were, let's do another question. <laughs> but no, wait. If, if you like have a don't breathe like storage of cum in in soup cans, and you open it and like eat some of it, even if it's your own, that's fucking gay, bro. <laughs> but it's less gay when you disguise it as food. Like put it in a can. You have to open. 
<laughs> with a spoon, right? It's like, oh, I'm just eating soup. Oh, I didn't know what was in there. Oh, damn. My, job. That's my darned. <laughs> it's like the time I brushed my teeth with Jeremy's uh, acne cream. Exactly. You could just play it <laughs> off like, what am I thinking? Ah, silly me. That's I'm always doing stuff like this. Yep. Here, let's do another <laughs> question. So it's two people who are both... We can't not address that. <laughs> Is he recording underwater? <laughs> he's taking like one big <laughs> breath of air before he starts. Uh, scuba diver. You're <laughs> Go ahead. So, scuba uh, Steve. <laughs> Hold on. So as two people who are both artistic and I'm sure can relate to the, uh, the nihilistic point of view, um, I was just wondering what... Do you guys... I can hear he, like, got into his own head there after saying artistic and nihilistic and... Ballistic. Listen, <laughs> listen to me, like, gets all in his own head. He's like, I sound bad or something. Should I keep going with this? <laughs> Turn it into a 16? <laughs> the flow so mystic. <laughs> guys, uh, individually, hold on to, as a reason to... Oh, do I mean, not only continue your careers, but to simply you know breathe life into yourselves every single day you know because uh, i personally find trouble doing that myself so yeah that's my question is the question how do we go on <laughs> like the question is why haven't you killed yourself yet <laughs> is that what he's saying? such a profound question how do you go on just doing life yeah <laughs> he's like you guys are artists struggling failing artists and you know being nihilistic <laughs> as i imagine you are uh, you know Fuck, prob probably none of this shit matters man just to throw out a few other hypotheses severely depressed i have a hard time waking up in the morning i don't know what do you guys think i gotta <laughs> say i wake right up yeah this guy's got pep in his stuff it bothers me i wake i go to bed at midnight i wake up i tap my phone screen it'll say like seven fifteen. And then I'll just like whoop, right up, and I go. I gotta pee, and then I make coffee. What a life! <laughs> it's really like uh, getting up is pretty easy. I like it. Um, I think actually it should be a more profound question than this, but really at this point, I think it is as simple as like I just like quality of life. I just want to have a satisfactory quality of life by my own definition, and like. Yeah, the way the world is fucking crumbling and society's falling apart and uh, there's things that systems do. And then there's a lot of stuff that we're just doing to each other, doing to ourselves. Like We just can't get out of these cycles. Like, I want to lessen my involvement in these weird cycles where we all get trapped into like not doing the things that make us happy, more or less. Do you think like, like that's it. I just want to, whatever it is for me, right. writing a rap playing a show, working on setting up more of both of those things, or whatever, like, just enjoy my life, you know, spending time with my girlfriend, walking my dog, whatever. Right. That. I want that over the what's your Rogan opinion. What about what Whoopi said? What about Nelly? What about Madonna's butt? Like, that, I think, I can't say it any better than that. I just want quality of life to return in a way I, like, fantasized about in grade school that it would be. Like, oh, I'll be traveling the world. Doing like video and music, and you know, I want to go to concerts. I want to see. They really do have you by the balls. Now. I just want to be able to do that. So, like the the hope 
that I can, yeah, uh, one day I'll be in Argentina enjoying myself. Because I know people who are like off social media. I want to do more. I want to travel. Like off the social media grid and everything. And they still like, well, that's all the they have to talk about is uh, Spotify right. and Joe Rogan. And But when you're not Whoopi traveling, Goldberg. it makes it a lot easier. How to, dare to, you be so flippant, man. To, to be, <laughs> for that to be like your focal point, to be, I don't know, in that discussion so easily. It's a lot easier when you're like, daily routine i never leave the house i really never get out of the city um yeah there's career goals there's personal goals but like regardless of what the goals are or if there are goals i think i I just want to personally and i hopefully see everybody societally just i don't know try a little harder to be um present and human and social and off your phone and outside i don't know one just like uh that that's my answer (laughs) yeah but not so like um, vitriolic and everything. I've, I've watched some footage of uh, like people at this uh, Canadian uh, convoy, the truckers caravan, the <laughs> the freedom, the so-called freedom convoy. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, it's crazy when you watch like a Canadian guy talk to his phone and like tell people about what's going on and. Uh, you know, it's it's also so beautiful out here. I see a lot of patriots, and we just love freedom, and that's why we're here. Hey, hey, some fellow patriots, it, they're like so nice, and they're so like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's admirable. I find it admirable. Um, what are we talking about here, though? The guy said, "How do you go on living? Reason to live." I don't. I don't <laughs> Bullet in your head, yes or no? <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> I don't have a reason to live. Um, I mean, I guess. I just, my reason to live is I don't want to die. Well, the mission accomplished, dude. You're already like, there's nowhere to go but where you are. <laughs> I think like, even, uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty nice uh, to be able to like, just work a job and have a lady who you love yeah, and you fuck her and make a kid and you raise that thing. Yeah, I've been thinking about kids because I'm getting older. And like, I've never really seen it in my life or necessarily like, like I I didn't like want to, I don't need to be a dad. However, I, it's like, oh, the world's so crazy. Why would I want to bring a a new life into this bullshit? But it's like, is the world though? I don't know. I think anybody would have said that fucking 80 years ago. So I'm saying, 50 years ago, it doesn't matter. Because now we're like, people are buying pictures of apes for a million (laughs) dollars. And, uh, you know, um, no, but like everything I've ever had. Donald Trump was president. Even my miseries, or but the, those became things I I like could overcome. But everything I enjoyed, every nut like, busted, every fucking city traveled, every you know serotonin release. Yeah, it's because like my parents had me. Like, wouldn't I want to give somebody the chance to have all of these good things, even though it's yin and yang, even though that it comes with like the bullshit i would never why would i want to bring a baby into this world's gonna look like a smoldering pile of shit that's never like, been my outlook my my only thing for never like for so far not wanting to be a father is is purely financial that's it purely i definitely well that's back to if this I question was, about if reasons. i won the lottery at 20 i'd have like 10 kids right now <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean but i'm saying like if if all of this went away I guess you're right. tomorrow financial is a huge part of it and i had to just be like a window washer uh, and you know, like live in the suburbs with a kid. Like I, I think that's awesome. You know, I think that's enough at least. Yeah, it, it should be. That's maybe I need to get back to because I think the only thing that 
held me up when I was younger and still holds me up about that, like, whatever, turning that corner, that, that chapter over there, this is the next 30 years of my fucking life, is like, yeah, there's just things I never really did get to do. I never got to go perform in London. I never. It's just like, well, it's like, well, I don't know if I would be able to if I shift hardcore into, you know, parenting and fatherhood, having kids, all that. It's the same thing I said it three times, but all of that. Uh, I do have that thought. It's not just financial. It's like, but what about my dreams? But it's like, I think I live most of them. I, I've done a lot. Like we, you know, let's let somebody else live a dream. Well, there's a lot that I would. I'm going to create other do. dreams for someone to live. But um, <laughs> I just mean like getting to be alive. I think is pretty cool. That's like to me, it's enough. Yeah. Um, I guess you know. I would what? like to this guy to expound. Um, you know. But I think we answered. You know sufficiently. what? Yeah, we got a whole tour to focus on this week, you guys. Let's get the freak out of here. It's a whole tour, dude. It's a whole ass tour. It's a One leg. show, two show, three shows, four. Who knows how many? But it's like, it's a big thing. And uh, we got to get ready for our tour. So let's get out of here. I noticed last week I didn't read any fan questions from YouTube. Or comments, rather. Did anyone write in? Nope. <laughs> But I did notice. I skipped right past it. And let's make sure we don't do that this week. Most of it's going to be on the new live stream. Streaming now in low res. It says, this shit is awesome. Guys, keep up the good vibes. Uh, it says, 3841. I've been looking for this song. Anyone know the name? Let's look it up. To the letter. You're welcome. Um, comment. Milk. Brainwash comment. Ten years later, still spitting fire. <laughs> Live stream comment. Fuck yeah. I ain't never had nothing. MC showcase comment. Yep. Ten years and no one has beat it. I love reminiscing these times. Mm-hmm. Live stream. Get it all figured out for the next stream, but who gives, man? The real fans stick around to listen, my guy. Much love from Alberta, Canada. See, like I said. Hey. Low res, no res. We're watching, bud. Um, oh yeah <laughs> another live stream comment we support you bud yo they literally lost the signal and acknowledge y'all fucking legends i swear to god literally i i think that happened i think uh when you say lost the signal our wi-fi went out the signal oh that's a line. we meant to do that yeah that was planned we rehearsed it plan that days ahead of time bareback bathhouse i want term sweater word video uh, is it the Corona one? Upside down Corona? Maybe. It's gone. It's long gone. <laughs> Word video. I got that sweater for like $3 at the Mexican thrift store on Milwaukee. I still go there sometimes. Good find though. <laughs> I uh, For like a few months, I was hooking up with this chick that looked like Taylor Swift. Everybody called her Taylor Swift. Like my friends. Not everybody. And... Uh, looking at me like you didn't call her Taylor Swift. I just I mean I'll let you brag. She didn't look that much like Taylor Swift. No, I, I was gonna say that, but I was <laughs> letting you brag. <laughs> but uh I don't know, it disappeared at the same time and I was always like Taylor Swift, you still my hoodie? <laughs> Word video. You still my sweater? Dude, Term K murdered that whole part. I probably left it like sitting on a parked car. Brainwash video. What did I what did I murder in? Word Fuck yeah, bro. An elephant will leave a trace regardless of the room it's in. Killed it. Right? Like, no matter how big a room, 
elephant's still gonna leave a trace. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> uh, live stream. I miss the passion. All right. All right. Is he saying we brought it back with this one, or that this one's passionless? I think the latter. I, that's what kind of what I was saying earlier. Is like uh, for the next one, I'd like to like rehearse some some deep cuts. Um, I don't know. I think, like we said, we were kind of just doing a, a quick little rehearsal for the shows we got this week. Damn, Term's getting all the love on the live stream. Bruh, Term literally killed it in the beginning. But holy fuck, get a better camera. What happened to your guys' last camera? You see, this is my like issue. Like I said, though. it was on the camera. The Wi-Fi dipped I out. I didn't literally kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fine. <laughs> anticipating Term's Nothing solo. Died. Anticipating Term's solo indie album. And then Term's singing is glorious. Fuck any haters. Yeah, bro. And then another one. First name Sweet Home, last name Kramer. Word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the and lastly, for reals this time, uh, meet the Snells. I'm almost fifty. I've seen it all and heard it all. The Palmer Squares are the best. It's the incredible way they both clearly weave their words. I can't believe they don't have a million subs. Amazing. Hell yeah! Yeah! We rock. We rock hard. Um, All right, catch us on the road. Tulsa, tonight, sort of, or yesterday, whenever you're listening. Uh, Columbia, Columbia, Missouri, Kansas City, that's Friday. KC Moe. And Omaha, Saturday. And KC Moe at... um, Jack Stack? Jack Stack. Jack Stack. Um, We're going to be eating on the patio. We've only ever been to Omaha once, and it. we already talked about math, but... I don't know the next time we're going to be back. By any indication of the past, it's going to be another like seven years. So if that's near you, you know, it's your, this is the one. Yeah. Uh, TBS Sports Podcast at gmail.com. 708-797-3079. Those are where to send the things. Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares as well. Uh, Liquid, Spooky Language, Napalm, Limited Vinyls coming soon. Stay tuned. And... Um, palmersquares.com slash shop get some shit there we'll try to put some more new shit there for you uh later in the year not later in the year soon sooner in the year it's coming up but Uh, we do have um black the black beanies black beanies and uh ran and snippy shirts and posters and when you buy a poster it's i hate having to package them (laughs) They're the worst. So you know what? Please order posters <laughs> for me. Do it for Acumen. Buy a poster. Who's that guy that called in and and said I was a oh my hero, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> so that was a jerk, dude. He's so right. I hope he buys ten posters now. Oh man. Um. And, and if if you're really maniacal, you would buy them. Like, don't buy ten posters in one order. Oh yeah. Buy one on Tuesday, then buy one on Monday. I mean, <laughs> Wednesday. Get a time machine. <laughs> like Use Michael it. Corleone's girlfriend. Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday. Uh, you know, like you get the point. Because <laughs> I have to like move a bunch of boxes to get to the posters. And then, like, the thing they're in doesn't stay open when I'm pulling them out. And if I make one mistake while pulling out a poster, I might, like, blind. I just it. had an idea. All posters <laughs> on sale now. <laughs> I, like, Palmersquares.com I can, like, slash shop. I blemish it or whatever. Like, I could 
it's really easy to put a ding in one of these posters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you said it's really easy, so why don't you order a poster, make it easy on her. Um, I guess that's it. Catch us at these shows, and then happy Valentine's Day, and we'll be back next week, probably. What else? Anything going on? Um, People got to know about blank. I don't know. Um, oh, you know what? Patrons and, and prospective patrons. Yeah, we have these limited vinyl, the liquid spookies coming out. Um, and I think we're also going to do a giveaway. And uh, one lucky patron of the biggest fan group of the $10 a month. Um, post-release, once they're out, we are going to do a raffle of the $10 a month patrons and pick one person to get a free one shipped to them just for being cool. Yeah! Uh, so, that's a risky move. It's like, maybe I'll not buy it because I could win. But right. probably not. You know, most people, pretty much everybody except one, will not win. So, well, we you should probably do, just buy it. We have to do the winner Maybe first. you'll get two, though. I said, we, then we should do the winner first. Uh, we'll do a, okay, pre, a pre-thing. pre But then they're going to dip out. They're going to leave Patreon. Because then they got the record. We're still going for one <laughs> month, baby. All right, we're going to do a giveaway, though. Hell so yeah! Someone's getting one. We'll figure it out. Either way, sign We up. are doing a, a giveaway uh, uh, for one of the not-cum-filled records. Say uh, I'm not saying it like it's a good thing. Uh, anything else? Before uh, we yeah, I watched that Val Kilmer documentary. <laughs> oh, yeah? It was rough, dude. Did you know Val Kilmer's got like a hole in his throat and he t- can't? He talks like. Uh, you know, I swear to God, I think I watched Ned this from too. South Park. I think I watched this months ago, but I was just stoned and probably fell asleep. I th- yeah, I think I watched some of this. My roommate put it on. There you go. Fucking, I answered the guy's question. My roommate put on the Val Kilmer documentary recently, and I was like, "What a fucking pathetic answer!" To I was what's like, one thing someone showed you that you enjoyed, and you go, "The Val Kilmer documentary." What's wrong with that? It's recent. <laughs> Nothing better. And I didn't want to watch it when he put it on. Dude, a couple weeks ago, I recommended the Neon Demon movie. Same thing. My roommate put it on, and I was like, "I don't want to watch this. I might dip out to my room." And then, like twenty minutes into it, I was like, "This is fucking dope. I'm enjoying this." I was thankful that he put it on. As you can see, Term enjoys lots of things lots of people show him. <laughs> anyway, Val- I don't know where you all got this. Val uh, Kilmer talks <laughs> like this now. Talks like Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, well, okay, how dare you be so <laughs> flippant, man. Dude, there's like, he goes to a tombstone screening, uh, that, you know, because they give him like a couple grand to show up. And then like they screen the movie and then it's just on a huge screen is like him all like handsome. I was going to say sexy. Sexy. He's no six <laughs> And like, not sounding like this. And then, and he's just in the back, like crying to himself. It's it's rough. It's a rough documentary. Damn, I gotta finish this. He's all, but he's also like, uh, you know, they have like all this footage because he's like a narcissistic Hollywood actor who filmed his whole life. You know, his whole youth is on home video. So there's a lot of like great I remember old, old that. footage. Yeah, like I, I I think I watched maybe the first half because I remember that. It was good. And then my and then what I was gonna say is like my roommate goes to his room and goes to bed and it's like halfway through and I'm like, all right, well I didn't put this on, but I'm like I'm hooked at, at this point. I so watched. Why the, can't you finish watching it? He he has ownership over the pause and play <laughs> button. I'm going to bed, so you can't finish it. Well, it's just he put it on. You know what I mean? See. 
He's not stubborn. He's courteous. He won't watch something without you there. <laughs> I think it's fine if you finish it. You know, I did. Okay, uh, we're on the same page. Anyway, I've just had this <laughs> written down: is the Val Kilmer doc is sad as frick. So <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm sick of this note being here, and I'm going to say that and delete it. I love that the note comes in at like two hours, <laughs> and basically goodbye. It's like, hold on, it's been there for four weeks. <laughs> I watched this a, m- a <laughs> month hit, ago. Let me hit my notes real quick, since we have some time. Uh, goodbye, everybody. This is something you can find in the Smooch Gang playlist. Uh, Leels Youngfield. Um, Leels! We've heard him in the past. Uh, outro songs on the podcast. This is Balanced Times. Check this shit the frick out, loser. Uh, <laughs> if you don't check it out, you're a fucking loser, dude. Yeah, dude. Fucking get your life together. Come see us on the road. Listen to Balance Times. And then kill yourself. There's nothing left. The end. <laughs> no smooches. No <laughs> to get out of bed. All right. Just kidding about the killing yourself. Life is beautiful, as term indicated. I still need convincing <laughs> smooches. <laughs> uh, no need to kill yourself unless you are whitey. Why kill yourself when you can kill whitey? Kill whitey. Yo, let's send a go on, put a show on, slicker than lotion. I'm slithering, I dip to go slip it into your bro's mom. What a faux pas, I'm an idiot, but this can get hideous as a no-knock. Semi filling your colon, penny flipping your hoops on, spitting plenty of dope songs. Heavy lifting the ropes long, still steady in motion. Into my head, I take this potion. I'm chilling at whatever BPM, I'm off a of stem, it's like a slow song. It can get deadly dealing, what you put your nose on. Demons fill your head and use the lead, put in your own palm. The human plus the region where you're thrown in to compete with other people with the dreams are feeling deep within for so long keep it discreet but even jesus was a show-off i bleed and make you drink at a communion for your soul dog music's dirty but i'm clean up on my soapbox the flow's hot you swore cooking dope up on the stovetop i hide away like j cole until i grow locks and try to shy away from folks that's spoken like a robot y'all probably forgot this shit is organic and never store by picture me playing handling more crops fork in the road taking the path i never traveled on Living the battle riding a horse without a saddle on Stumbled on the answers, but of course I just forgot them all Fighting the war inside my core and I just ramble on A lot of y'all acting different when the camera's on Ignite the flame, but you miss it when the candle's gone Life is like riding a bike, you got your handles wrong Vandal on the mic, I'm throwing sounds up in my sample log Every day I wake up sick and I just stick to the script I think a sixer will fix it, I'm just a simp to the lick All the haters when a trip can kiss the tip of his dick I ain't spitting, tell them listen to this Yo, you'll think I'll take an L, you're probably tripping on Sid I'm never timid in the kitten when I'm flipping your chip You listen to my writings and you're dripping and spit I'm always sitting with the winners, better frick with the kid Yo Shit ain't perfect, but I'm living with it with a purpose Always hurting, deal with shit in the midst of a curtain Always lurking, hearing whispers and distance when searching Am I living to fulfill all these gifts with a purpose? I'm never punching in, you can feel it when I'm hurting Use your words, flicking cigarette bits when I'm purging Flicking bits to the split, there's a shift in my urges I need a nurse, turn a kit in the split when it's urgent Feel the pain, 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 feel it every day There's a parasite in my brain that tells me never change I'm a lion in a cage, so they heighten the 
mistakes Staring at myself in a frame I'm feeling heavyweight You cannot hold a flame to me I'm lighting the wave I stay baked But I'm feeling I'm slighted for cake Industry is full of fakes And they'll stifle your wage I'm working hard every day And my arteries ache Yo, don't be a target Still your heart for the artistry's sake Pardon me, it's hard to be a martyr When all of it's fake Harvest in the garden And I'm watering all of you lames Always a bargain with my heart When I started this game Yo, what you need for me to say again? Ready player one and no competition to play against I'm always saying I'm way too great to be playing with Greatness in the making ain't no reason you should make a list